This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Raider Nation is never shy. You ask, we answer. It's time for the Raider Nation mailbag. What's on your mind, fam? Drop us an email at mail at silverandblacktoday.com. That's mail at silverandblacktoday.com. Now, it's your time to speak up. All right, shout out to our man T-Storm, our voice guy at Odyssey. Who's got the best pipes? Oh, yeah. He definitely does. Man, he's got pipes. You got to like that. But that's our new mailbag intro. I'm feeling good. We got a Mo intro. We got a mailbag intro. We're upgrading here. Yes. You know? We got we to give the fans a good product. That's right. And we have a new main show open for the off season. Yeah, I'm just keeping it fresh. for. I mean, Mo, listen. We're we're not a bunch of hacks here. We're 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 you know we're, we're thinking of our listeners always, keeping it fresh. No stale content over this way. That's right. We 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 uh, we shower regularly. Plus, we get new openings. <laughs> There's some guys on podcasts. You can look at them on video, and you can tell they don't shower all that much. All right. So <laughs> so so we're uh, we're back here. This is Silver and Black today. Mo Moten, Scott Branson with you. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. If you're listening to us on 98.5 The Bet or 1140 The Bet in Las Vegas, both radio stations, we appreciate you being with us as always. Too. Okay, Mo, we're going to get to questions. We got plenty of questions. It is the off season, uh, but our readers and our listeners and our viewers always write. So we're going to get to them. All right. Here is the first question from an old friend, and that is J- uh, Jared Stidham's hair. It used to be Derek Carr's hair on Twitter. It says, okay. hey, guys, this is likely a smokescreen, but if Chicago moves on from Justin Fields, where would he fall compared to this year's compu- uh, QB class? Which we, we had this question before, but he added this uh, and updated it because of recent rumors where the Bears are looking at Justin Fields or looking at trade offers. You and I talked about this, Jared Stidham's hair there again, but but we wanted to bring this question back up because um, I was going back and forth on uh, with some guys who do a, a Bears podcast who uh, also do not want Justin Fields traded, but the chatter continues 
to uh, pick up Mo. The other thing is I was uh, listening to our good friend, Michael Lombardi, on his podcast, The GM Shuffle, and he talked about Justin Fields and the downside to Justin Fields and that the Bears either have to be all in or all out on Justin Fields. You can't be in between thinking, well, we're not sure because they have the first pick in the draft. How often do you get the first pick in the draft? Not very often. So if you have that, you either you got in the next several weeks, you're going to have to decide, are you going all in on Fields or are you all in and you're going to go get Bryce Young, CJ Stroud or Will Levis or whoever and um, but it's interesting because uh, Justin Fields, I happen to be a guy who thinks that he needed some time. He needs a better team. But but his ability overall, especially at the end of last season, started to get better. You started to see better decisions, better ball security, all sorts of things. So I think Justin Fields has a high ceiling. What are your thoughts on that? And if you're the Raiders um, and and you are thinking about a quarterback. If the Bears do something crazy like that, would Justin Fields be someone that you would go get? And obviously he'd cost something. Would you go get him, Mo? Would he be a guy you think you could build the Raiders franchise around? This is a good question because I actually, one of our other listeners, I think it was Tier 22 Raiders, his Twitter name, he brought yes. this up. And I would put just just to answer Jared Siddham's Harris question, I would put Justin Fields as QB2 behind CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to raise their eyebrows like, what about Bryce Young? I'm a little nervous about Bryce Young's size, simply because one of our Bleacher Report scouts pointed out a pretty interesting stat. He said a quarterback hasn't been a quarterback under 200 pounds hasn't been drafted uh since Pat White, I believe it is. 2007 <laughs> and and the most successful quarterback under 200 pounds that there's there's been in the NFL in recent years is Seneca Wallace who's been right. a, who was a backup so if you're looking at the odds the odds are really stacked against Bryce Young and if you look at Kyler Murray now people say what about Kyler Murray now Kyler Murray is short but he was over 200 pounds I believe he's listed at 207 yeah but look at what Kyler Murray has been through at the end of seasons he's he's been worn down last two to three years he's been hurt or banged up and not and not effective so there is something to the size thing Bryce Young has to be able to see over a tall offensive line six foot six six foot seven guys he's gonna have to do a lot of movement outside of the pocket to be successful so I, I would prefer I'm not a prototypical measurements guy if a guy if a player is good at his position he's good at his position right Right. But I would prefer a Justin Fields who fits the prototypical size, and I and I think he's more of a thrower than people realize. I think in Chicago he's had to run out of necessity. His he's only had one for the most part. He's only had one decent receiver in Chicago, and that's Darnell Mooney. He got hurt at the end of last year. I know they traded for Chase Claypool, but he didn't amount to much coming over from Pittsburgh. So out of necessity, with a bad offensive line and limited weapons. He's had to run, so he's got to yeah. use what he has. And I think if you put a, a, a strong offensive line around him and a couple of weapons, as the Raiders have in Adams, Waller, and Renfro, he could be a successful passer in the pocket. So I would have Justin Fields. I, one, I think it's for jo- Josh McDaniels because I don't think he's a running quarterback. I think that's, very, again, very lazy analysis to say, oh, he's a running quarterback, doesn't fit. Give him some weapons, give him an offensive line, I think he can flourish. Yeah, and he's shown that he can throw the ball at times. It hasn't been consistent because for many of the reasons you mentioned. My only concern with Justin Fields is ball protection, not only the interceptions, 
Uh, but he had oh. 15, he had 15 fumbles. I think he only lost two of them. Okay. But, but still he's, but again, he's been forced to run. So how much of that is because he's on the run and his ball security versus in the pocket, ball security in the pocket, very different than when you're running uh, outside of the, the uh, ahead of the line of scrimmage and being hit uh, as some quarterbacks are. And so Justin Fields, it's an interesting thing. I, I, I still think the bears are just trying to elevate their, the price of their draft pick, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see. And I, I like Justin Fields. And and if the Raiders feel that they can get him and they're not going to be able to get one of their other guys and the price is right, why not? But uh, we'll see, certainly. And uh, Jared Siddham's here. Thank you again for resending in the question uh, with that new updated information. So good stuff. Really quick. True story. Yeah. I actually thought that Justin Fields should have went to the Jets at number two instead of Zach Wilson. I was actually when I put out my mouth drafts, I said, the Jets should draft Justin Fields, and they fumbled that, and he went with Zach Wilson. You see what happened. Yeah, there you go. They should have listened to you, Mo. Should have been GM, the mean green GM. All right. Should have been. Here we go. Uh, next question again. Thank you, Jared Siddham's here for that one. All right, we move on now. Uh, hey, guys, great show. My favorite listen when it comes to the Raiders. Thank you. We appreciate that. That appreciate is. You. Uh, well, I'll give you his name in a second, but we appreciate the, the compliment. A question with all the questions surrounding the Raiders staff. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how is dave ziegler viewed around the league is he respected and thought of highly as a personnel guy please give me some hope keep up the great work that is from raul peru raul peru New writer into the show. We appreciate that, man. And again, thank you for watching and listening, however you consume the show. Dave Ziegler around the league. Uh, we we only know from what we heard him coming in, Mo, uh, and, and his record, limited record, in New England as a, as a player personnel executive. Uh, but when you look at him, and uh, Raider fans aren't happy with what happened last year, so a lot of them have a negative view. But that's not the view of Dave Ziegler around the league. I think Dave Ziegler has some respect simply because of where he comes from in New England. Now, Dave Ziegler as a GM, it's still the jury's still out on him because he's only been now he he made a lot of moves in in his last year in New England. So when the Patriots made all those big moves in free agency, brought in a bunch of guys, Hunter Henry, John o. Smith, he was behind that. So I will say that he's known 
if you want to look at his reputation, I would say he's known as a, as a big spender who was willing to make deals. Now, again, Raiders fans don't want to give him credit for the Devontae Adams trade. But he also brought in Rocky Sin, who I've said repeatedly pretty good when he was healthy, bringing him over from the Colts. So, I, I, again, I think his record as a GM is still – the jury's still out on that. But if you're looking at who he is as a front office executive, a guy that's not – afraid to do a deal and a guy that's not afraid to spend money as we saw with, with the Raiders in-house Hunter Renfro getting a new deal Max Crosby getting a new deal Darren Waller getting a new deal if you play well under a Dave Ziegler team he's going to reward you and this is why I think Josh Jacobs could get paid if the Raiders don't spend a lot at their quarterback position so again I, I think with with Dave Ziegler we have to find out how how this pans out this offseason is going to tell a lot about his record as a GM but as of right now, I don't think it's it's necessarily a bad or a good reputation. It's kind of like a we'll prove see. it. Yeah, you got to prove it, right? I mean, and that's where too I think people forget that as a GM too, you, it's not like a head coach uh, in some situations where you might get a job, you might get your first head coaching job, maybe even your second, and it doesn't work out. You're there three years, whatever, you get fired, and then you get recycled. We see it happen all the time. GMs, especially first time GMs like Dave Ziegler is. If he gets a job with the Raiders and the Raiders don't do well and he gets fired, you don't just go get another GM job. It's it's a whole different – it's like being the CEO of a company, right? And so they don't happen like coaching. You don't get recycled. Now, you go down a few rungs and you might be a player personnel guy somewhere else, but then it might take you five, six, eight years to become a GM again. And even then, it's very difficult. You just don't see a lot of fired GMs that haven't been successful. Now – if you're a GM who won three Super Bowls somewhere and then you get fired because things go south, different story. Dave Ziegler doesn't have that pedigree. Yes, he came out of New England, but that was not all him. So I think people forget that and that Dave Ziegler has to build for a long-term winner. His, I understand his buddy Josh McDaniels needs to win now, sort of. At least that's what we think. But you have to consider that fact, too. So you're right. The jury's out on him. A lot of people, I think, the, the Bussin' with the Boys podcast – uh, with Will and Taylor were, was very good because you got to, to see who he was. He didn't talk a lot about the Raiders. He's not going to listen. They came out of New England. They're not going to give away a lot. That's why he doesn't do many interviews. He does interviews with guys he know or knows are safe. That's nothing against the Bustin' with the Boys guy. We all love that show, but uh, it, it's one of those things where you're just not going to hear a lot from him. And so I think that lends into the credibility for some Raider fans who are not happy because they just don't know him. They don't have a feel for him outside of what moves he made last year. But this year, Mo, going to be big with all those draft picks, with all the free agent opportunities, with a defense that needs to be completely rebuilt. Uh, he's going to have an opportunity to put sort of his fingerprint on that team. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why I want to see how he handles his first round pick. He trades it moves up for CJ Stroud as I suggested in my Bleacher Report column, or he just follows his boarding and, and fills needs or just gets the best player available on his board on the defensive side of the ball. So again, yeah. I, I said this to someone else. This is this is a set the tone all season for Dave Ziegler and this regime because yeah. it's really going to set the tone for what's going forward, whether the Raiders find their answer at quarterback or not. Well, and to Raider Nation, I'm going to tell you, you can't evaluate a GM on one year. You can't do it. You can't do it. The coach, you can because you see him call plays and all that stuff. Now, did all the did the Chandler Jones thing work out? Not really. Did some of the other signings? Not really. Okay, so you can start to judge a little bit on that. But I think fans have to be they have to watch what he does. He has the full complement of salary cap of draft picks. 
and he's got the the opportunity to, as you mentioned just a second ago, to really do something and to show people what this team is going to be, what its identity will be from a player personnel st- standpoint. So we'll have to see. Really quick, I'm not saying they're the same in the same position. No. I didn't research this before I got on camera, but I just want to bring up Reggie McKenzie really quick. Reggie mm-hmm. McKenzie took over. Al Davis passes away. Reggie McKenzie, you know, their you know, active GM. He didn't have a full draft class when he came in either. I believe he traded his early picks and uh well, the team traded its early picks and he had to start in the like the second or third round with his first draft class. And then down the line, you saw his 2014 draft class hit it out the park with Khalil Mack and Derek Carr, Gabe Jackson, Jelly Ellis was a Pretty good mm-hmm. nose tackle for the Raiders for for some years. Yep. So again, give a give a GM more than one draft class, especially if it wasn't a full draft class where he didn't have his first or or second round pick. You just have to give it time, as you said. I know we can judge some of the misses. Chandler Jones not living up to his contract, you know. <laughs> but I, I get that. But you got to give a guy, you got to give a GM, a front office executive, at least two years to kind of get a pattern of what he's doing with the roster. Right, and he's got the number seven pick overall in the draft. Full compliment. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity to see how well he does or doesn't do. So, uh, Raul, thank you again uh, for the question. We certainly appreciate it. Excuse me, appreciate it. Okay, we're going to take our final break here on this Thursday Raider Nation mailbag edition. Thank you for the questions. They keep coming. We're going to get to three more right after this break. You're listening to Mo and Scott. This is Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Also listening to us over the air on 1140 The Bet and 98.5 Fan The Bet, excuse me, in Las Vegas. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. 